Thank you for downloading this podcast. My name is Ronnie Edwards and I'm one of the directors to Pomodzi Creatives. Pomodzi, which means together, aspires to celebrate inspirational stories within our city. This Conversations with My Son series is part of our mental health community focus. Find out more by heading to pomodicreatives.com. When you've got no So I'm here with the lovely Vicky and her son. And um, we're just going to, I just thought it'd be lovely to have an opportunity to lean into some conversations around mental health. Vicky, yeah. could you introduce your lovely son? Yes, hello everybody. This is my just turned 15 year old son, Jack. He is my eldest and I have two younger children, who we won't mention. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's currently in year 10 and looking forward to taking whatever form of GCSEs take next year. I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how would you introduce your lovely mum? Um, this is my mum, Vicky. She puts through a lot, but somehow gets through it. Mm. Uh, works at a uni, so quite high up in the old... Well, no, not high up, but... Up enough. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to do that without yeah. it being too egotistical, but um, mm. yeah, a lovely woman in general, basically. Aww. Aww. And okay, what do you find inspirational about Jack? Um, he's very grown up in his attitude and um, the way he sees the world, and mm. is a very caring young man. And I know that he can pretty much deal with any situation that's thrown at him and he's had some situations thrown at him over the past so uh, the way he's coped with them and dealt with them and continues to do so mm. is it shows a great deal of maturity for his age yeah yeah oh that's lovely to hear and what would you say is inspirational about your mum <sighs> everything basically determination resilience to sort of get through it all Obviously, she's been through a lot as well, with three kids on her own for, what was it, coming on for five years now? Maybe. No, four years. Yeah, four. but okay, so four <laughs> years. But, um, yeah, the, the resilience and determination to just keep yeah. powering on and sort of never giving up. Yeah. And there will be moments where she'll sort of, not tell me, but I can sort of tell myself that she's sort of struggling, but then mm. give it a day and she knows how to cope with it, which I think sort of how I've learned to cope with it as well with through her mm. techniques but yeah the, I, I look up to her as a person in general I think yeah yeah, yeah. and how so you obviously get on really well yeah but how would you say when when for slash if you ever come up with situations of conflict how would you manage that talk literally just talk isn't it yeah, we do. We we talk. We have open dialogue throughout the house. We with the um, my youngest two as well. There's no topic that we don't talk about if mm. needed to. But it's on a level that everybody is comfortable with. And yeah, I think that's the best way to go. And it it helps us. And yeah. it gets things out in the open. And yeah. then there's nothing simmering in the background. Because you've got two other children, haven't you? Yeah. What are their ages? Nine and eight. Nine and eight. Yeah. Oh. And, and so we've got another boy and a girl. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, my daughter's eight. She's quite... Um... <laughs> yeah. 
Touch and go. Touch yeah, and go yeah she, she can be the devil and she can be an angel. <laughs> and Nothing in between. Yeah, pretty much. Complete role she's got She's got yeah. her brother's sussed and she knows yeah. that they all know how to wind each other up. Yeah. And, yeah. But then there are the moments where we're the loveliest family in the world. But we, we, we always yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah, well, there is. I mean, we live together all together 24 hours a day, so yeah. there's going to be some sort of. And that's the thing that sort of I think keeps us together, the fact that we can just talk about anything. Yeah. There's nothing that isn't hidden. We just, literally last night we were talking about, um, because I've got a friend who was here the other day and I was mm. talking to her about parents and our, our relationship. Mm. And then I explained it to mum. She was like, yeah, and then came up with a theory about parenting and saying how um, it was something like the way, because I was saying that her, her mum... Yeah. She she sees two sides of the story, yeah. whether her mum's a manipulative liar or her dad's basically, unfortunately, an abuser, mm. and she can't tell between. She's been through pretty oh, much the same yes. thing as me. Yeah. Yeah. So what well, I can't remember what was it you said last night. Oh, I was. I said unless my feelings is unless a woman has been through some sort of trauma earlier on in her life that has affected the way she is with her children. Mm. Generally, as the mother, mm. you've had your children in you for nine months, you give birth to them, so you have um, this bond that will forever be there. Yeah, it's different for a dad. Mm. that It doesn't take the love away from a father at all, and but you will always have that bond of your children, mm. whereas dad's... Are different. I, it just—it's just a biological thing, isn't it? Yeah, it can be. Can yeah. Be. So. Oh, that's that's lovely that you've got such an open relationship mm. with each other. Because one of the things, as a mum of a teenager, I feel quite anxious about is is getting to a stage where, actually, my teenage son no longer wants to engage with me, and and things start to be hidden and. Yeah, habits starts to form, and do, do so. You, do you find that you've got to negotiate that kind of open communication all the time to stop that? I don't think so. No, no. That I saw maybe been a few times. You do spend more time in your room now, and I don't tend to see you. And um, when he goes to his dad's, it's like he wants to do stuff with his dad, and I get that because he doesn't see his dad that often. Mm. But sometimes I'm a bit like, oh, well, why doesn't he want to do stuff with me? Like when we go out up mm. the park or stuff like that. I know mm. he's older. But it's like, oh, you don't want to come up with us. But if you're with your dad, you want him to do stuff with yeah. you. But mm. it's it's that dynamic again, isn't yeah. it? But then I, I have been recently as well, though. I've been yeah, I was up not... to the park the other time. No, no I, I see what you mean, though. But from my perspective as a teenager, school, I'm obviously I'm in year 10, next year I'm doing GCSEs. That gets a little bit tiring. Mm. And then you've got your brother and sister as well. I mean, sleep, sleep's n- never been an issue for me. Obviously, there were there were parts where it was maybe an issue, but not at this moment in time it is an issue. No, you're a teenager. Well, no, exactly. So I, 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 exactly, I've been going to bed at like nine o'clock, not yeah. half nine. But also, and it's also hormones and growing and stuff. Exactly, so yeah. So I, I do get tired and mm. then I'll come home from school and I'm like, just just, I'll just sit down and basically start to fall asleep. And I'm like, oh God, I'm going to... So would you say, because you mentioned earlier on that you've both had counselling, would you say that's really informed the way you communicate and the way you relate? 100%. In my opinion, 100%. It's just the way that it was put out to me before I had counselling, it's completely different to how I see it now. You reflect on those memories and one of the techniques that a lot of people have told me is sort of see the surroundings. So... Body language is a main thing as well. So if they're slouched 
They're a bit like, mm, they don't really care. Mm. But then it's someone's like into a conversation, they'll tilt their head and they'll sh- like share the emotions. Mm. So if you're telling, telling a harrowing story about like your family passing away, unfortunately, or something like mm. that, they'll sort of like share that emotion. But then if there's a really high point, like, mm. I don't know, you've got GCSE or you've just graduated from something, that's, you share that emotion as well. And I think, I think that's helped me and you in the same thing. Yeah. In the same way. So you mean in terms of like understanding when you're interacting with somebody, understanding cues and yeah, oh, okay, oh, that's and good. and seeing their emotion and yeah. almost seeing if they don't if they don't feel comfortable, you can yeah. see that in there. Yeah. And I mean that's with everyone. If even if you haven't had counselling, it's even better if the other person has. Yeah. But a lot of people see it as sometimes like oh you've had counselling, were you okay? But it's one of the best things that I've ever done in my opinion. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. And what would you? Just reflecting on our mental health journey um, as a culture, what would you say, both say, are, like, major issues? Um, Not talking about things. We don't yeah. talk about things, yeah. especially with men yeah. and boys, because you're supposed to <clears throat> you're supposed to be, well, what's the phrase, man up. Yeah. What's manning up? Yeah. It, it's, not, it's not good. And, I mean, you can see it in society, especially through lockdown, and a lot of the pressures that people are under, because and they can't. They can, that emotional side, it, it was frowned upon to, for men to have emotions and to show emotions. Mm. But it's a, it's not a good thing to hide it. Not at all. Because and I, I learned that the hard way. Unfortunately, I kept it all in for two years, mm. nearly after everything happened. And I was like, "Yeah, I can't deal with this anymore." Said to mum, "I can't deal with this anymore," and she said, "I've been in your shoes as counselling." talk to someone uh the school was a big help as well they've got a green room that you can go up to and there's a professional up there you can talk to miss lewis she was a massive help mm. just if i needed a timeout i'd go and say look i'm struggling with this this and yeah. this different yeah. techniques just a timeout when it helps yeah but i think especially with lockdown as well you you learn a lot obviously in america the george floyd thing happened as well yeah that was a massive part of lockdown that sparked, obviously international yeah it was a crisis basically and it's still going yeah. on today unfortunately yeah. But then it, it has slowly toned down and people have talked about it, realising that there is something wrong and just following on from mum's point, talking is the best yeah. thing, yeah. as I've already said. So, like, people your age, do, is there anything that you think, actually, this is this is a major issue in terms of how people cope with their mental health? Um, I'm asking because I've come across some really sad situations where... Um, people have made choices to self-harm mm. and it seems to be very much younger people are like, and it's really hard to understand isn't it mm. when you're not in that situation yourself but like do you do you do you notice any kind of patterns or people or, or hide it that yeah i i think issues? a big part is people hiding it mm. and you can see when people are struggling because for example, there there will be people, unfortunately, that will judge you and will mm. sort of put you down. But it's the way you bounce off and react from that. Mm. And self-harm is one of the worst ways. I know a kid who I'm very good friends with who did it a lot, unfortunately, in year eight and nine. Mm. And throughout lockdown, he really plummeted. And then he's come back out now. Mm. And he said, he came up to me the other day and said, Jack, I haven't done I haven't self-harm in three months. Yeah. And did I said, say, well, that's brilliant. Did he say how he managed he, to do that? He, so in lockdown, he messaged me and basically said, I'm the closest I've ever been to jumping off a cliff. And I said, 
why? And he said, because of the feelings I'm feeling. And and I said, the best thing, I gave him all the advice I had from counselling, the sort of, the emotions and how you react to that. And the main thing is, don't bottle it up. And this is what I explained to him. So talking to literally anyone that you think that cares and would listen to you as a mm. person is the best thing that anyone can do, basically, to help you get out of that situation. You're an amazing friend. <laughs> you truly are. Thank you. An amazing friend. I wish everyone had a friend like you. Imagine. <laughs> but I hope that doesn't feel like pressure as well. Do no, you? no. Are, you, are I... you that person in your friendship group that everyone goes to? No, I think... <laughs> Yeah. Luckily, yeah, I think so. And because he's quite honest and open with people, and will basically tell him what he thinks, and mm-hmm. he's it, it's almost not like he hasn't got a filter, but he just says it how it is. Quite. But, yeah. but I I enjoy doing it. It's not like I feel like I have to have that yeah. pressure on my shoulders. I love helping people. Mm-hmm. Someone's got an issue. I'll say, yeah, tell me. I don't care. I'll just help you with it. And you don't judge exactly. And, and then and then because I've helped that person, I don't have to be the only person. They can help me if I've ever got an issue. They can help other people if they've mm-hmm. ever got an issue. And that awareness will spread on. That's yeah. like I've said. If you just talk to each other, they'll give you advice. You can give that person advice. Yeah. Someone in I don't know Liverpool when you're living in Portsmouth will get that advice. It just yeah. keeps spreading. And what's lovely for me to hear as well is is that actually you you're empowered in that, and you're not having to because you get you make assumptions about how young men cool looking men your age have to maintain some sort of image or status Mm. that involves not showing emotion or engaging in that kind of thing but you actually have a lovely healthy friendship group obviously that yeah that empowers you to do that do you remember the um the um model village got vandalized a little while back by six people well i showed Mm. you the video and he went i know them and I went, what? And he went, I know they're from, I know from school. And I went, I know. right, okay. And then the next breath, he said, I found him. On it, you, you, and he found, he found him. Well, he no, f- first of all, I messaged the one that I knew the best. Yeah, yeah. And he said, I know I've messed up. And I said, Oh really? Yeah. And, and he said, he, he called it. He, he, he said, like, yeah. He said, I, 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 di- I didn't know what we were doing. I didn't know what we were getting into. I said, okay, if you feel that way and you tell them the way you feel, just tell them. Tell the police, tell Model Village. Mm. Like, but tell I can't do mom. it. Tell your mum. Yeah, he told he told it and basically he got the whole friends together on that call and I said, Tell him. I, I you don't care the circumstances. I said if you if you weigh it up, if you don't tell anyone and you try and keep it hidden, you're gonna be realistically guilty. If you give yourself in, you'll still be guilty, but they'll have the respect of knowing that you know you messed up and you want to tell someone. And that that then sort of made them realise as well. So they told their mum. They told their mum and so on, so on, so on. And then all they had to do was help clean it up. And that was it. And they said, if you didn't come in, you would have had to pay fines, help, like, rebuild it. But all they had to do was help clean up. And they said, I'm so <laughs> glad you <laughs> I'm so glad you sort was, of told me what, what to do. That's what I was do. like. When he said, well, he said, he th- I was like, you've done what? I've got into panic mode thinking... If they find out that it's him that's like grasped him up, I don't know what they're going to do. He could get into trouble. He could get. They could bully. They could beat him up. Whatever. But no, it all. That's what happened. And I was just like, what the hell? That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> How long ago was this? This was just before the third lockdown. Yeah. 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 This was I just remember. December. 
Who? It was on an inset day, wasn't it? It, it was on an inset day, and, and, I, and there was people... And how did you knew them, then? Oh, sorry, it, they the CCTV. CCTV. Oh, I see. And then, and then we were the only... It was a weekday, so it was an inset mm. day. Mm. And we were the only school off. And mm. the people were saying, oh, the green coat's obvious, the masks are obvious. Mm. This guy had his eyes out. Mm. So, I mean... What an incredible thing for you to have done there. That's incredible. Um, and I guess it's part of that conversation. It must have come up that they unpacked why they felt they wanted to trash the place. Yeah, and, that, and now they've changed as people as well. They know mm. that they did wrong and they know not to do it again. Simple as that. I think you should be prime minister of the when you're older because you're awesome. <laughs> Jack PM! <Yeah. laughs> oh no, I think you need to be a little bit more. Mm, yeah. Right. <laughs> you need to be a bit, bit more uh, Machiavellian and crafty and yeah. PM, don't you? Yeah. Goodness me, I'm mm. in awe of you. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So, what's your thoughts on social media? In my opinion, it is a great thing to sort of mm. communicate and contact with people and get mm. in contact with people, but there's such thing as sort of overusing social media. I saw a statistic the other day, an influencer, there was this little quiz and said, oh, guess how many pictures she takes to get the perfect. Mm. It was like 60. I'm too lazy. Exactly, 60 photographs oh, to get the perfect picture. Mm. And then imagine teenage girls doing that to try and get attention of a boy. Mm. It's just stupid. So do like, think, do you think boys have the same kind of challenge? I I don't think they have the same challenge. There's a hundred percent still sort of a status sort of comes into play, but they don't have the same. Media. Yeah, and you you're almost if you're an influencer, you're sort of pressured to post. But then if you're someone like me, I, I've not got a post on there. My, I think my profile picture is either me or just a black screen or just mm-hmm. something completely random. Mm. Because it's Insta now. Exactly. Yeah. That's Instagram, yeah. And that's just mm. no one's business. Then, and I haven't got any posts, I'm in group chats, and I mainly use it for messaging and keeping up with my friends. Mm. The only I use Snapchat as well, which I use the most, I'd say, with a lot of other people. Mm. I don't post much on the story there again. You just see on everyone's... So... I mean, it's a great way to spread propaganda and things like that. Obviously, the things going on in Israel and yeah. that sort of the Middle East at the minute is sort of, that's that's going through everywhere. And then obviously when George Floyd happened, that went awesome. viral on that. Yeah. And that was brilliant as well. So it's yeah. all, it can be spread brilliantly. It has its use. It has its uses, 100%. Yeah. But then there's also the other side of the group chats made about people, accounts made about people mm. on any platform mm. to sort of, bully and abuse other people which is the complete wrong sort of side of it but I think luckily the positives outweigh the negatives nowadays because you can you see a lot more positive things like when a celebrity's baby's born or something you see that everywhere when positive things happen in the world like when the vaccine was rolled out everyone posted that so I think the positives outweigh the negatives luckily now and I guess it's it's you curating what you consume as well, isn't it? It's exactly, like yeah. Manage. Do, yeah. You, do you have any concerns about... With Jack, no. Um, with my daughter, yeah. Because of I think girls have it different on social media. Mm. Um, and, but because I am very... Not anti it at all. I, I just don't buy into that. I don't, I don't follow any... Influ- I'm, nothing like that interests me. I was... I mean, 
in when I was younger, it was all about the glossy magazines and who was in the yeah. magazines and stuff. Yeah. Like, that never bothered me either. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't do any of that. I didn't, yeah. I'm not that sort of person, and I'm hoping that that's how my children will grow up as well. But mm. you don't know. I mean, a lot of eight year olds do have phones already. They yeah. haven't, and they they're not on social media. The two young ones, they got the, occasionally they watch TikTok and stuff. But and YouTube's the main thing. Yeah, it? they watch a lot of YouTube, and so that is fine. Yeah, but you don't you don't know, do you? You don't know mm. what's going to happen when they're older. She's too into her football at the minute. I love that. Me too. Fantastic. <laughs> football. all I know. Yeah, <laughs> see. She likes wearing her like leggings and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I'm sure that. Will change one day, yeah. but she is a very she's a tomboy. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to have that. Well, she's got two brothers, isn't she? She has so, got two brothers. Yeah, okay. She's yeah. I do quite often say she should have been the boy. At... <laughs> <laughs> but then hey, we're going through gender roles there. So no, yeah. I think it's good. She's she's strong, and and to be fair, they all are. Yeah. I mean, they've had a tough year with various things that have gone on, and the resilience that they've all shown has mm. been amazing. I mean, who whoever would have thought that this would have happened? And <laughs> you wouldn't, would you? It's been a crazy year, hasn't it? It really, really has. has. Yeah. And yeah. on top of that, they've had other stuff to deal with as well. Yeah. And yeah. and they're still going strong, and they're yeah. still smiley yeah. and happy and generally fabulous children. And I'm very lucky. Stop it. Oh, warm <laughs> and fuzzy. Yeah. And I'll have a cider. <laughs> yeah, oh, I wish I could have a cider, but I've got to get ready to go to work no. now. Um, so I'm really grateful for your time. Thank oh, you so thank much. You. I hope thank we've, you. Um... And I'm inspired by you. Hope really we can inspire others as well. Just because I just I feel like we don't get to hear Jack stories enough. Uh-huh. You know, and there's there's an image and a perception of what the average 15 year old yeah boy does or slash um consumes uh-huh. socially but actually you you are an inspiration thank you and i almost cry but don't cry <laughs> <laughs> listening to you because you're such an inspiration so thank you both for your time thank you